Kojak follow-up podcast. It's been a minute. As promised, I said February we will be returning after, I believe, uh, shout out to 10K. I did 10K's um, podcast in January. But other than that, we ain't even did anything. So um, we are back. Follow-up podcast today. We got a special guest, Ray the Third. What's going on? What's going on? Is a producer um, in Peoria, um, but goes to ISU. So, um, real quick, can you tell us, uh, give us a little bit of the backstory, where you're from, how you grew up, things like that? Uh, uh, I was at, my name's uh, Ray the Third, by the way, uh, producer uh, at FMB Productions. Uh, uh, I was born in, uh, born in Harvey, Illinois, like up, up near Chicago, came down here, uh, like half my life in Harvey, half my life here, so... Uh, it's been a journey. I've been uh, doing music uh, for just about <laughs> just about ever. Been a musician since like the age of three. Been producing, I would say, until uh, since like junior junior year, sophomore junior year. It's it, it, it's it's fun. I love I, I love producing. I'm also a, a full time student at ISU. Uh, Trying to get my arts technology degree, so we, uh, so I would be able to do a lot better with my uh, with my producing and production and things like that. Um, another thing that I do, I'm I'm also a I'm a, I'm also an artist myself. I do like hip hop, R and B, and gospel things like that. So. Just a little bit about me. It's not 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 much and not much to me. I'm just. I'm here trying to make a difference. You get Thanks. what I'm saying? So, um, the one one of the main things, um, just talking to you um, before we even started the podcast, you do a lot of things. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. And and you already you set up to where a lot of people in Peoria that are trying to produce, you already in a position where you're ahead. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? As far as you going to school, got your own studio. Can you shout out the location of the studio as well? Yeah, uh, it is FMB Productions. Um, it is on the corner of uh, Arcadia and Knoxville. Uh, it's a little white building up near the corner store. Uh, real nice. It's possibly the most affordable. Uh, possibly the most affordable uh, production studio you can ever go to. It's only twenty dollars an hour. If you ever want to stop by, just. Uh, Shoot me a text. Hit me up on social media. The phone number is on there. So most definitely. So um, it's a lot of things that have been taking place in the city. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When when did you like really lock in and start focusing on uh Peoria's music scene? What what uh what year would you say? Uh, the time that I really started focusing on that would probably be I would say about 2013, 2014. Okay. When I realized how many people wanted to be uh, wanted to be artists, wanted to have their music and their voice heard, uh, that's when I like really started to um, get into uh, produ- the production scene. Like at first, I didn't really know what I was doing, but my mom actually helped me with the production. She is actually <laughs> she's actually the reason why um, F and B completely exist because she um 
she's the founder of it. She she did she actually when when we lived up in Harvey in the uh, when we lived in the Chicago area, she actually was a producer. She worked with uh, she was a sound engineer and things like that. She worked with people like Yolanda Adams, the Chicago Mass Choir, things like that. And I I immediately fell in love with it, uh, with music and things like that. Because she was a drummer too. She was a, she. My mom did everything just like how I did. She choir director, uh, the drummer for the church, um, audio engineer. She my mom did it, and she did it as a first lady too. Because my my dad's a pastor, she did it as a first lady, and that's where I got. That's pretty much where I got my hustle from. So when I seen uh, so much, uh, when I see all this potential in Peoria, that's when I started thinking, hold on, maybe we can be something bigger than what we are right now. Maybe we can uh, grow. Maybe we can grow this music scene. Maybe we can get people noticed and things like that. So, Fuck, so. 2014. Shouts out to Chief Keef. Because um, um, I credit Chief Keef as the reason why oh, yeah. a lot of artists, um, not just in Peoria, but in general rap, that are under 20. Right. You know, I definitely feel, because I, all I, I know when I was in high school, um, when Chief Keef started rapping, I started rapping. Just, right, right. It, it was. It wasn't even that uh, he was good to me. It was just like that, if he, he can make it doing this. Right. I know I can do it. Right. So, and it, it was significant for it was significant for us too because like it was this was the not only that he was young but he lived so close to us. So like yeah. we we literally the uh, Chicago is our back is literally our backyard. We just we go what two hours to get there. So seeing somebody. That grew up kind of the same that we did. That was another thing. That was another yeah. reason why we was like, all right. And it was internet too. Yeah, he was kind of. He wasn't the first one. Soldier Boy was. Yeah. But um, like the way we see a lot of music videos now, mm-hmm. like uh, for up and coming artists, it's kind of that Chief Keith way. Right. Because I mean, just a group, a hundred niggas behind yeah, you. Yeah, group be a group be your boys. Just had just. Yeah. Not saying other people didn't do it, but to our generation, that was kind of the first right. we saw that because you know. We was in the Kanye West and stuff. They right. a lot of expensive shit for them. Oh yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. I credit him for that. Uh, me, I was when I'll say 2014, 2015, mm-hmm. But I knew of other artists, but I didn't really care mm-hmm. to really tune in too much at the time. Right. But um, when I did decide to tune in, probably you, you realized there was a lot of talent here. Oh yeah, yeah. Was, but looking at it now. What what do you see is the difference from when you first started paying attention to now you actually a part of the music scene? Well, when I first started paying attention to it, it was only I would say only two people that I knew that 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 really was a part of this rap game. It was um Montana was one. But like with my uh Montana, I I I just heard a lot of his uh I heard a lot of his like remixes and covers and stuff like that. I was like, all right, he decent. And then um I wanna say it was another it was another dude named Gabe. Gabe and it was another guy named uh Rio that everybody was talking about. I wasn't from like I wasn't really from the area, so I didn't really know who like Rio and Montana and all of them were. But then people were showing me, I was like, Oh, okay. Peoria does have potential to be to 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 go somewhere in the rap game, and then 
uh, I started seeing a lot of people that like that can rap because like you 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 seen it all the time in high school. Like you see people that can rap and then it, but like they just rapped at the lunch table and things like that. Yeah, but they got no straight production. Potential. We ain't know none of that stuff. At right, the time. right. This is when, um, because I was one of those dudes who was rapping. Um, I didn't really love rapping. I loved hip hop. I just was mm-hmm. doing it because everybody was at the time. But um, this is when SoundCloud, you just recorded from SoundCloud. Right, exactly. This is when, I remember when SoundCloud first came about, and all you did was hit record and put your like, phone up to the like the early the stages. speaker and then rap, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, that's how it was for a lot of people um, coming up. Right. But I mean, as far as like Rio goes, R.I.P. Rio for one. He was real big, right? Um, music like the st- he wasn't like he had a whole catalog or anything, right? But like the music but that he, was he did known, put out, he was known in the streets. Yeah, pretty much. the music he did put out was dope. You know what I'm saying? It'd have been very interesting to see what he would, what music he would been making today. Right. You know what I'm saying? Versus like what? What year was that? Like oh nine? Yeah. Mean, like, yeah, somewhere around. Yeah, oh nine, oh eight, oh seven, around there. Yeah. It'd been interesting to see what he was doing then. But well, who are um who are the artists you fuck with, you know what I'm saying, um, in Peoria, as far as when you hear that music, who who are you rocking with? Oh, it's 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 a lot. Um I know um I think it's Dreezy or Deezy. His his his, his music his music uh really hits. And what I think that's significant about him is like he 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 puts out this rap rap stuff, but then you see him like on an everyday basis. He cool. He um, he he's professional. Things like that. Um, God, there's a lot of them actually. D Web D Web is another one that I I I really uh, I really mess with. Um, L- uh, Lucky he's he's decent too. Um, another one is um, Polo Boy. Now, now I uh, that was another one that I like tw- that 2014, 2013 time that whole khaki bounce thing. I yeah. thought that was dope. I, I thought that was dope, and I and that that kind of in my in my opinion that kind of showed like a little bit of the potential that Peoria could have. Yeah, I went to Richfield, so they went to Central. Like, yeah, so I, I ain't rock with none I'm about of that. Say, I'm, I'm Central all day. I'm I, ain't, just... I ain't rock with none of that khaki mouse, the sweaties. I ain't wear none of that. I thought that shit was corny. Yeah. Uh, I fuck with Polo though. You know, yeah. Polo obviously he's the only one out of them right. that is still progressing the music. But right, and there's, um, an, there's another Richfield. I ain't fuck with. <laughs> there's another one too. Uh, his name uh, Kyle. Uh, khaki play like shout out to him too because he actually came he actually came to the studio before i'm actually helping him out with production because he wants to know a little bit more about production because he's doing his own thing too so khaki play i think that idea washington yes okay yes okay i i know him (laughs) i've known him for since i was a kid um, right. Like, <laughs> is he making music, or he's, is he just he's, trying to produce? I think he's just. I think he's just trying to produce. He can make music too. Like, okay, well, I'm gonna have to tune in <laughs> and check him out. Cause uh, Kagi Moles, Moses, yeah. he was. Moses. Uh, he. I don't know if he still produced now, but right. he was. He was heavy. Yeah. Them, so I mean, they was kind of as far. They were the first ones to really do something mm-hmm. from in my age group. You know right. what I'm saying? Because they had the Khaki Bounce song, and they got did it at Central, and the school right. got around it. We wasn't doing none of that. Rich was at the time. We probably had like two or three rappers. Right. Um, 
D Webb was one of them. Yeah. Gizzy Jones. Yeah, um, I grew up with D Webb. Grizzy, yeah, Gizzy Jones. Jones. That to me, he is one. He is one of the most like versatile rappers that I've heard in Peoria. He's like shouts out to him because he his music is dope. D Webb's is dope. Um, I'm trying to think of it. It was another one that I'm uh, that I'm, I'm completely forgetting. And uh, you heard type of music, didn't you? Yeah, Tapa Wallow. His is dope. Uh, I'm trying to think. His uh, <laughs> uh, I know he's. Uh, I know I see and I see him every day. I know I did. He make the top ten. He didn't make the top ten, but um, there it is. Uh, the Goonies. Okay. Shouts out to yeah, them. They made the first one. Yeah. They made the, uh, well, the second one. They yeah. Made, uh, they were number one uh, yeah. last year. Shout, this yeah. year, they ain't putting nothing out. Yeah, this year they didn't. Last but year, Which one are you talking about? Jay Smooth? Yeah, Jay, Jay Smooth is another one. Um, a lot of them, they, they if, 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 I feel like if, if uh, the artists that we have just, like, collab with each other and, and keep, I would say, like, Keep grinding and just and just like collab with each other and just move as a unit it's instead of it, it like as individuals, we would be able yeah. to like they would be able to like really make their music worldwide. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? I wanna I wanna speak on that, but real quick, I'm gonna go back to Gizzy Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, when you say he's versatile, what's crazy about him is like his more lyrical shit. Mm-hmm. He ain't even putting. He hasn't. Put a, he had to me. He hasn't put a song out where it's nothing but bars yet. Right now, since we on the we was talking central central Richmond right. earlier, we was at a football game uh, uh, at the stadium, and uh, me and me and my guy Gizzy Jones, you know, we we everybody walk around like they do. Don't even watch the game. Right, it's Richwoods. We we whooping y'all anyway. So we just walking around, and uh, it was a little battle going on. I said um, we got we. we. We got a championship though. Yeah, at the, but at the time, <laughs> at the time while I was in school, we never lost right, to no one right. in Peoria. Um, shout out to Kendrick Foster. <laughs> um, but um, it was a it was a dude rapping, uh-huh. and um, I guess they wanted they was like a little battle going on with him, and and then he like challenged Rashad or something, mm-hmm. or Gizzy Jones for people who don't know him. Tore him up. <laughs> Gizzy tore this dude up. Bars too, <laughs> and like even even the cops mm-hmm. was like. In the in the circle, watching like trying because they didn't know what was going on because it was a circle, right? And the dude went first. He had like one line. He said, um, "He said something like his hair longer than Bible verses or something, uh-huh. some shit." We was and everybody everybody <laughs> went crazy for it, but we was right. like, "What?" Like he had some dreads, and we was just right. like, "What?" And then Rashad went and like one of the lines he said he said um, um, he one of the lines he said something like put. Uh, more metal in your mouth than an orthodontist or something like that. Ooh. Whatever a dentist is. Um, it was something like that like towards the end and everybody just started going crazy and shit. I had to get him out of there. It was getting bad for dude. Like, it, and he, he was confident he had his niggas with him and shit but Ooh. nah, man. It, it was it was bad. You had to pick your boy so, up like, uh, like that. We were bonfires. <laughs> he would he, just be none right. 10, 15 minutes just number oh, yeah. bars. He, yeah. So he hasn't put that out He's yet. straight. Hopefully... I know he got a project coming very soon. Yeah. Hopefully, um, that's the route I want to see him go. Yeah, because when you like that, like when you hear, because I heard, like I think the first time I heard him was when he freestyled. Like his free, his freestyles be his freestyles be a hit. He'll be on Coach Straight Jack's up. corner very soon. Right. <laughs> another, um, 
another artist, another two artists I was I was thinking about too. And now now that I remember, uh, King Phoenix, that's another one okay. from Richwoods. He's he's straight. I heard some of his stuff and it was and and it was good. And another one, um, uh, Brandon Williams. I forgot his I forgot his rap name. Uh, Be easy. Be easy. There it is. Be easy. He see, he's see, doing with him. Like I don't. It just don't connect with me. Like right. he he's not trash. Um, but like when he's finna drop something, mm-hmm. I'm excited. Like oh, I can't wait for him to drop. Right. When he drop, it's just like something's missing, right. and I haven't. Like I, I said, when we did the top ten voting and all that shit, I fuck with him. But um, to me, it's just something's not there. Right. That um isn't connected with me for his music. I don't know mm-hmm. what it is all the way because I like certain songs. Right. And then I hear songs that are similar to those, and I'm like, ah, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He had a song, and um, I don't know. It just ain't there all the way. And then when um, my biggest critique with Peoria music is put a project out, mm-hmm. and they don't promote it, or they right. promote for a day or two. Right. You have done. to. You have to feel, constantly. Um, that- and I'm gonna ask, ask you this: like, when you see artists do that. Cause you can say I'm wrong, you can agree or disagree, but um, I'm like when I see artists do that, I don't feel they believe in that project enough to continue to push it. Now I could be wrong and be like maybe they just want something new, but what's your take on that? I would say it depends. It, it honestly depends on the artist. I'm personally guilty of that. I'm I'm guilty of that to the highest degree because there's some songs like I'll put uh, I'll put out a song or something like that. And I'm like oh this this dope this that and the other. Like, and then two days later, I'm like, oh man, why did I put that out? Like it was, it's like back back in um back in like 2012, 2013. That that's what I that's what I used to do. Like before I really really started producing, and I think the biggest thing for for Peoria artists is if they get if they get that promotion, keep that keep that if, if it's a single, keep that single. Push that single at least for at least a month, month and a half. That's yeah, the very. That's the very that. I'm saying that for the very least. Like yeah. that's that's got to be the cutoff. Month, month and a half. If you if you don't think it's gonna go nowhere after that month, month and a half. And there's so many different ways to um, to promote it. You yeah. still you got the you you got the promoting on. Um, some people promote on Facebook. All social media. Yeah. Some now, people promote on Instagram. You can like to, uh, you can pay. Right. Exactly. Ten dollars and they do it for you. Right. And there was that perfect example. There was one song that I, I that I put out. It was more of a it was more of one of those gospel hip hop songs. It was called it was called You Don't Know, and it got it got a little bit of buzz, but just not not a lot, just because it was it, it was like gospel rap, but I. I actually sent it to, I promoted it in East London, and um, on my uh, and I promoted it on Facebook and I want to say Instagram, and it got a couple thousand like views and stuff like that. And I was like, wait, hold on, like I didn't know it, like it, I didn't know that people would actually mess with my music across uh, like across the states. I mean, across the uh, across the ocean. I mean, overseas, right? And and they want hip hop, right? Exactly. Hip hop's the biggest genre everywhere, but over there they don't mind listening to other things, right? Exactly. You know, I, I get um, not a lot, but some some of the 
people who listen to podcasts are from overseas. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, I'm pretty sure they pay attention to hip hop. Even like you ever see, ever notice where the legends over here who mm-hmm. we don't care for no more, right? They go overseas and, and they sell just, out it gets all crazy. the time. G Unit, I'm a Fifty Cent fan, for, right? <laughs> I have to preface that, but G Unit go over there all the time, right? Young Buck always not Young Buck Tony Yayo Lloyd Banks they always yeah. overseas in Europe somewhere right and that's where all the money is right one of my favorite rap groups did it and they went crazy and they haven't put out a song since like honestly like two thousand four two thousand five and that's Bone Thugs and Harmony we don't need to because I I think over here I think a hundred dollars here is one hundred and fifty there right something like that so it's like they don't need right that money over there and they is, can they can go overseas I, that was like that's actually really clever because they can go overseas boom 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 and like everybody knows it like play, play the same thing but um to to go back to what you said about Peoria how you want everybody to collab and stuff I'm at the point now where I don't I just don't think Peoria wants to. Yeah, I, I I see. I'm that. at the point where, um, and it, I, I wasn't guilty of this, but I almost mm-hmm. got caught up in it. <laughs> where where you sitting here, you're in Peoria, you know, you see somebody do something mm-hmm. successful, or they just make a move or something, and instead of you like congratulating them, you like, all right, I, I gotta go do something. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, if, he, if he can do this, I can do that. this too. Or, like, um, you notice how. You'll have, um, say somebody drops a video on Facebook. Mm-hmm. What do you see next in an hour? Somebody else drop one. Right, Facebook. exactly. You, know, you start to see that shit. And I just think um, there are a lot of people here who, who wake up and like, I'm going to make it in music. Mm-hmm. But don't do shit during the day to, to <laughs> right. try to make it. And then I don't even think they want to. And the reason I don't, I don't feel they uh they want to is because... Everyone's afraid of failure, mm-hmm. and you know you you ever see you ever go to the gym or you at church or anywhere, and it's mm-hmm. always that one person who is, oh I could have did this or I should have right. did this, but this happened or I would have made it to the NFL, but you know right. I blew out my knee. You know you get all those, and I feel we're at the stage where because um, I'm 22, but mm-hmm. we're at the early stages of that, right? Where everybody is setting themselves up. There's a lot of artists who I feel setting themselves up for the reason they don't make it. Right. And having excuses lined up and for people to accept those excuses. And right. And honestly, with when it comes to that, you can't be you can't be that person. You can't be a what if person. Because right. if you're a what if person, like the rest of your life, you're going to be, oh, what if I didn't? What if I did this? What if I did that? Like you can't you can't live your life off of what ifs. You have to put yourself out there even if you fail or if you succeed because i know it's been a few a bunch of times where like i'll try and produce somebody or i'll try and do this and try and do that and i'll fail 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 it is it, always that one time that you succeed at something that's going to push you to a next level and then you might fail on that level a few times and then you you succeed you get pushed to another level it's what what life is it Sometimes life can be a bunch of failures, but if you keep trying at if you keep trying at whatever you're doing, you can you can pretty much make the goal that you want to do. If it 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 might be in a different lane, it might not be the lane that you want it to be, but it'll be a success. It'll be success in a different lane. Me my me myself, I had to figure that out 
personally, because me, um, I tried to do like the rap, like rap like everybody else. I tried to do, I tried to do beats and stuff like everybody else. The the eight oh eights, I'm getting money, this, that, and the other. But that's not it. Uh, deep down in my uh, in my heart, I knew that wasn't me. That wasn't that wasn't me trying. Uh, and I realized that when I started producing other people that like they kind of had the same mindset that I did and stuff started skyrocketing. Like it life, life is it's, it's full of it's full of times where you get knocked down, but you got to keep getting back up. You can't just lay. You can't just sit stagnant and not do anything uh, when it comes to getting your dreams and your goals accomplished. You Facts. feel me? Because the main, I'll say this, that the main thing that I'm proud of so far, that really my goal for 2018 is, is to be unsafe. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've had people like, what do you mean by safe? Is As far as opportunities, I right. don't want to play it safe this year. I feel um, the moment I start to play it safe, which I felt October mm-hmm. of last year, the moment I started playing safe. And started thinking too much, I started getting stagnant. You know what I'm saying? Right. I lost, um, and I didn't say this publicly, but I lost the passion and having fun to do podcasting. Right. So when I took a break to do the radio thing, which I'm still doing right now, 90.7 FM, WAZUPR, your follow-up radio, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 7 to 8 p.m. Let me just plug that. <laughs> but um, when I started to do that, um, I was focused on that to the point where... Um, my passion for podcasting was fading, mm-hmm. and um, that's my biggest critique with every, anyone I ever brought along with anything I've done is I always want to finish what I start. Exactly, and a lot of people don't. They 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 are motivated for a month, and if they don't see the results they want, you know, they they leave or stop doing it. I'm I'm usually I usually have a goal every year. Mm-hmm. Twenty fifteen to twenty twenty sixteen January be on iTunes accomplished. 2017, I said, at some point, I got to be on the radio. Mm-hmm. October 2017, I got on the radio. Um, in 2016, said, make history in Peoria. Second top 10 list was the most talked about thing the whole month of December. Exactly. And we ranked it. It was a huge platform. So those are all the things. This year, um, I'm going after bigger names. You right. know, I'm going to be traveling. You know, I'm not just focusing on Peoria because um, I felt like I got all my reps in. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You can't make free throws. What do you do? You get in the gym and work you on go, free yeah. throws. That's why I got over 100 episodes with nothing but Peoria talent with some... Mm-hmm. I got some L.A., Texas, mm-hmm. Seattle artists sprinkled in there. But um, I felt like um, playing it unsafe, but being calculated, not just jumping out the gun, wasting money, right? but playing it unsafe, I think that's what Peoria needs to do right. in 2018 is just take a chance with everything... You do, you know what I'm saying, whether it work or not, because you you'll find out once you start doing that, you'll find out if you was really built for this shit. Right, or exactly. Not, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and the best thing, and and the best thing that I can tell somebody is, like, if you if you, if you're grinding and you feel comfortable, then you you're probably not at the you're probably not doing what you're supposed to do because you sometimes you got to feel uncomfortable to move to 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 constantly move up you have to you if you if you feel that uncomfort uh, uncomfortability you 
that's you. It, it's about time for you to like yeah. move. Up. You have to. Finish. You're never supposed to be the smartest person in the room. Right. Exactly. That's, that's the goal at all times. The goal for you to be is the dumbest person in the room. So you be able to yeah to exactly. learn and but not be the dumb now if you on level zero and you the dumbest on the, in the room <laughs> right you just stupid right <laughs> but if you on level fifty and you the dumbest in the room that means it was forty nine levels that you you learned from mm-hmm. and then it's fifty one so you got to figure out what to do to get to fifty one mm-hmm. but that's and like Jay Z uses that where it's like. You got to know how to room, move in a room full of vultures, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's all just, I think the toughest thing for us, even when we was in school, is to be that one kid that says, I don't know. Right. Or That is the or, hardest thing. Or raise thing. your hand. Notice, and you get it we wrong. Never once, and it might just be a black community thing. Right. Or, or just a black male thing. We never want to say we don't know. Yeah. We never want to cry. Wanna be, and we never want to be wrong, neither. Nope. Never want to ne- be wrong. <laughs> And uh, we would never want to raise our hand. Yeah. And I always say, um, you know what I'm saying? I know a lot of, uh, not a lot, but I know a lot of, not a lot, but I know people mm-hmm. who dead because of pride. Right. That pride word gets you killed. You right. know what I'm saying? Just be yourself. Yeah. And that's the that's the biggest thing that I, that, that we have, like, we as a people got to work on. Like, being humble and being able to, like. And being able to say, okay, sometimes we are wrong. We were complete. We were dead wrong. Some, it was hard for me at, at one point. There's, there's been times where I said something that, like, oh, I, I know I'm right, and I did, and I just say it, and then people were just like, no, you're wrong. It's a, and I'm like, no, forget you. I ain't, I ain't wrong. I know, I know exactly what I'm talking about. But then I had to look back, and I'm like. Okay, maybe I didn't approach it the, the right way yeah, that I was just, supposed to. It might to just be, be delivered. I was like, "Oh, like nigga, it's you." Like that was yeah. that, <laughs> that that was the thing. That was the that was the thought that I had. Like, okay, why why is this going wrong? Why is this going wrong? And thought in my head, nigga, it's it's you. Like, don't don't <laughs> don't don't let your pride get in the way of of that. Like, that's why I'm I'm never I'm never above saying sorry to people. Never above, like if, mm-hmm. like even with like producing and stuff like that, I'm I am never above saying sorry. Like if if like like let's say if uh, an artist comes in and but I wasn't the right fit for that artist. Like my sound wasn't the right fit for that artist. I'm not above saying, okay, maybe I'm not the right fit, but I know a couple of I know another uh, producer in Peoria that is that is the right fit for you. And that and and that com- that actually comes full circle with with um, with trying to like unite Peoria on a musical level, like not being the person that is like, oh, I don't I don't like this I don't like this nigga. He he does this that and that. I could do better than him. Like you just got if you if you can just guide other people. Along with yourself, like it's just, it's not that it's not that hard yeah. to give other people. It, it's kind of like it is not that hard to it's give. It's kind of like props. the movie uh, Independence Day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, um, we all bicker through our race or just through uh, people in general, mm-hmm. the human race. But when aliens come down, all oh, shit, hey, we, we <laughs> brothers kinda, and sisters, we got to right. That's what Peoria is because I personally feel um, it's okay to compete. It's okay right. to feel you better than him. But when someone dis Peoria, or so, or 
like when Decatur was coming for Peoria, you said right. everybody in Peoria fucking with each other. Right. That's how it still got to be, even without the outsiders dissing us. Right. We should be able to, which it does happen because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people on my top ten list mm-hmm. um, that fuck with each other, even though someone may be ranked higher or lower or not have made the list. Right. So it does happen. Right. And that alone, like it was at a point where the first one I didn't rank it. Right. Then we start to rank in, like, it was diss songs made. A lot of people right. tried to make diss songs about the top 10. You ever hear top 10 of Peoria songs because of... Yeah. <laughs> but um, they was like, we're trying to separate, mm-hmm. not unify. That's not the case. But it's not. It's... Hip-hop is based off of competition. You know, right. all these... Um, pri- I'll give you a prime example. I don't know if you've seen the Rock Nation Brunch. Uh, um, I've heard about it. Uh, it was like a picture that they posted, it had T.I. in it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I now Hove, I know it. Hove yeah. and, J- Hove and Diddy are good friends. But you can't, you best believe when that four bliss come out, they competing with each other right. to see who number one. When you best believe when Big came out and Tupac came out, when they was friends. You know that. They, 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 they wanted to compete. see who was number one. You know right. what I'm saying with T.I. and Jeezy. Perfect, perfect example that I saw. First time I ever saw that, like that competing, but they still cool. Uh, back in, I want to say 2006, 2006, 2007. At that time, my favorite rapper was Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, my favorite rapper is Chance, Chance the Rapper. But at that time, it was Kanye West. And he did this thing with 50 Cent where... It's a conspiracy behind that, though. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, it is. <laughs> I'm gonna break it down to you. I'm, I'm gonna break it down to you. But it was a, it was a competition. But uh, but by the end of the day, when yeah. when 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 graduation beat out uh, when graduation yeah. beat out uh, Fifty Cent, yeah. it was it was still love after that. It wasn't no yeah, beef. It was or not love. I thought it 50 was Fifty Cent still hot. Oh, he's still I'm, man. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. For one, Fifty Cent is a cancer. <laughs> I am a cancer. I am a cancer. We hold grudges. Okay. I'm st- I'm still mad at certain motherfuckers from like kindergarten, <laughs> but this is what I'm saying. At that time, uh-huh. 06, 07 area, 50 Cent was running shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, power of a dollar, get rich or die trying, massacre. Oh yeah, all came up. Mm-hmm. I think power of a dollar came out in 01. Or two thousand, one or two, mm. but it was a mixtape. But it was an album. It was a hood album, right? But it wasn't a album it wasn't because yeah. it wasn't signed yet. But those three came out in a six year radius, pretty mm-hmm. much. I think five or six years. Mm-hmm. Fifty Cent was the street nigga running shit. Right. He was the he was. But at that you, time, if you, if you thought about hip hop, you thought Fifty yeah. Cent at that time. But at the time, Fifty Cent also had a lot of enemies. Right. And I ain't talking. Woo, I ain't talking. Lot. I ain't talking rappers. I'm talking about them niggas in suits. Right. Jimmy Iovine, you know who, uh, yeah. with with Dre and yeah. him. He wasn't fucking with him like that. You know, they had the game situation with game and Jimmy Henchman and shit, who was his manager and all right. that shit. You, know, you had all that going on. And Kanye, at the time, represented the nerd. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The the conscious shit, the safe shit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Wasn't real spoken yet. He had Jay Z backing him. Jay Z had just in 07 came just coming back from Kingdom Come. You right. know, he was on retirement at the time. Mm-hmm. But um Fifty Cent was the raw street nigga that everybody was scared of. Right. You know what I'm saying? Fifty Cent wasn't what we what that, he that, is now. That was a big nigga back then. So <laughs> it was set up for him to lose that. 
they needed they needed Fifty Cent to lose that shit because take Fifty Cent mm-hmm. out. Who was the last New York street nigga? Rapper. Last New York street nigga. That took off. Mainstream. I'm about to say. 50 Cent. Yeah. Now, you had like like niggas like Fat Joe. Yeah, but yeah. Coming coming with songs in there. But 50 Cent was that guy. He was was the one running New York. He is. So, they kind of... I'm talking... When I mean, like, obviously Jay-Z was a street nigga, but Mm. he was lyrical, smooth and shit. 50 was, I'm going to kill you. Right. You believe (laughs) it. So you had that shit and Kanye West when Kanye beat him, it was no chance that um, uh, Fifty Cent was gonna win because all his albums was declining. He was oh, declining. Oh yeah, because it was it. This was his. This his, was Curtis. His ju- yeah, this was his I think um, junior album. It wasn't his sophomore album. Yeah. Just- um. But even I have to check real quick. I gotta see because I gotta see when um. I want. I don't. I don't remember if it was Curtis, or um, before I self destruct. Yes, Curtis came out in 07. Mm-hmm. Fifty Cent last hit was in 07. and I was I get money. That would. <laughs> and that and I get money. Um, I believe was the single for for this project. I think. I think. No, it was- no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was Ao Technology. Oh, I do just remember that song. That yeah, was yeah, that was yeah. the first single. Now, AO Technology worked. It it did work. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't street shit. Right. So when the street niggas was like, what the fuck 50 doing? That's when I Get Money came out. Right. And that was the second single. Right. And then the you know the um remix with Diddy and Jay-Z, mm-hmm. all them came out. But then you had Kanye West coming out with a I believe sophomore album. It was his. It wasn't his sophomore. It was his junior because he had what he had late registration, yeah, college late, dropout, yep, and then it was graduation. Late registration came out oh four. Yeah, because yeah. graduate graduation was was his was Kanye's big boom. Like that was he. That was like because yeah, college dropped because labor. Um, damn, he dropped. He had three singles on that shit. Oh, on graduation or yeah, yeah. Had, oh yeah, he, 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 had, had, he had, um, had stronger, good heartless. life, and um, wait, was it hard? No, that no. was that wasn't heartless. No. It was it was it's stronger, th- it was good flashing life. lights, yep, good life and mm-hmm. stronger. So he came out with three. Problem was he had everything else, mm-hmm. and he had the team behind him while Fifty Cent making enemies. Right, and he had the street nigga against the the new age, and if you think about it, everything we hear now was the is post that competition. You yep. have the two hottest rappers post in the gra- game. It was post-graduation. Yeah, at the time was them two. Mm-hmm. Wayne was there, okay? But we, yeah. I'm, finna cook, <laughs> I'm, I'm finna cook Wayne pretty here and because I got a lot of shit to say about Right. Him. But it was them two, mm-hmm. okay? You had Chicago, Midwest, but uh, Chicago, New York, but Kanye took off in New York. Right. So it was a New York thing. Right, because he had people in New York backing him with Nation. Rock Nation. Was, yeah, exactly. I mean, not uh, Rock Nation, Rockefeller. Uh, yeah, Rockefeller so Records. He, he was signed there and Def Jam. When he won, that whole street era didn't die, but it kind of just... It kind of depleted a little bit. Because after that album came out, Kanye West didn't drop again until 2010. Right. So and he did. You, and he did. Eight oh eight. The heartbreaks was not, and that was not my. <laughs> I love Kanye to death, but that was not my favorite album no, from I, him. I, it was a. Uh, it was a. Uh, it, it, it was eight, it was eight oh eight. The heartbreak. No, not. Uh, no, he dropped eight oh eight the next year. I'm sorry. And then he took two years off and did mm. my twist, beautiful twisted dark fantasy. Yeah. And then he came out with Watch the Throne. 
which is the greatest collab album of all time. Mm. To me, a duo, sorry, duo. But I, that's what I think with Fifty Cent and Kanye. I think when they when Kanye won, mm-hmm. Fifty Cent. You you gotta look at his album titles. Mm-hmm. That was Curtis, so he's finding himself. Right. Before I self destruct. That title says it all. Mm-hmm. Before I self destruct in the music industry. Right. We don't remember nothing else <laughs> musically from Fifty. Uh huh. And. I fell in love with hip hop because of Fifty. Right. I first heard hip hop when I, I first knew what it was in '03 mm-hmm. when I was seven years old. When uh, th- that came out, "Give Us a Die Trying" came out. Of course, I heard. I knew Bow Wow shit. Right. Bow Wow's no. a legend too. Yeah. People need to start giving Bow Wow's credit, man. Yeah, he just needs to stop stunting. That's Bow-Wow, like he, he like you got man. money, but like. Stop stunting because they're gonna keep. They're gonna keep. I, I don't know what he's doing. I don't. Yeah. Bow Wow's still, a legend. Bow Wow legend. Not Shad Moss. But right but now. But Bow Little Bow Wow. Yeah. Right, little Bow Wow. Right now, we got, we, this is Shad Moss shit. Right. Like, <laughs> Bow Wow is in high regard. But right. The guy we got now is, is trash. <laughs> but um, what I was going to say about Wayne was um, a lot of we and I'm going to post it on Facebook. It's going mm-hmm. to be a little hot. But hey, Wayne ain't in the time uh, Mount Rushmore. What? No. But I'm going to tell you why. I listened to it. Gilly the Kid wrote for wrote for Wayne. You're out. You said you Gilly, said Gilly the Kid. Gilly the Kid wrote but it was for good, Wayne. But it was the majority of the songs, especially because I'm I'm going back to Carter two, Carter three, like Carter two hustler music. Like you know that was all him. I'm, I'm talking um when um Wayne became Wayne by himself. Mm-hmm. And what was the O two O three? Mm-hmm. Gilly the Kid was writing for him. Oh, really? From 01 to like 03, 04, Gilly was writing for him. Not everything, but um, damn, what's, I forgot the name of the song. But, he, but he's like, um, I'm the hottest nigga under the sun. Uh-huh. I forgot the name of it. Gilly Kid wrote that song. But I also I, just, I listened to I just, a podcast yesterday, <laughs> and it was always the speculation that right. Gilly was writing for Wayne. Gilly said confirmed he wrote he was writing for him. All right, but you got but you also got to remember too, like. With, with Wayne, if it wasn't for Wayne, people wouldn't. I feel like, th- and this is my personal opinion. I I don't know about anybody else. I feel like if if it wasn't for Wayne, a lot of people wouldn't be using the the same like like they wouldn't be using like metaphors like as strong as they do now. Well, well I mean that's that's pioneering. It's all right. We gotta have different Mount Rushmore's, mm-hmm. but as far as an MC. That Mount Rushmore, he can't be on there if you had somebody write for you. And I personally, and with that Mount Rushmore, I would say it is is between three people, in my opinion. Well, you got four heads. That is that I know. I'm talking about that last head. Okay. Because it, it, if you see the Mount Rushmore, it says Biggie, Tupac, M. It is definitely not say M. They they it did say there was one that had M on it. There was one that had, and if, um, if we talking Jay-Z about that, if we talk about that, if you want to take, if you if you want to if you want to keep Biggie and Tupac on there, and you take, but you want to take M off, I would personally, I would, I'm not Tupac's not on mine. Tupac's not on you. No. Big, okay, and that that was honestly, people are gonna hate me for this. I said the same thing. I said the same thing. Biggie can stay because, in my opinion, Biggie, he his his lyrics was a little bit. It was it was Biggie's there. Yeah. If but you, Hove is there. I can see Hove. I can see Hove, yes. Hove I, I put it this way, out of everybody that's on Mount Rushmore, 
Jay-Z is the only one that his cement has dried. Mm-hmm. Biggie, Tupac can both be replaceable. Mm-hmm. Reason why is because they didn't have a long enough catalog. And the more and more Kendrick Lamar continues to come out with shit, 20 years from now, they're going to be like Kendrick. Because you got to right. think, when we talk about Rushmore, 25 years from now, it's going to be another Mount, what, oh, another oh, Mount Rushmore. It's going to be what? Oh, those four heads. Mm-hmm. Oh, no one else can get there. Kendrick Lamar could go on a run that he's going to <laughs> Right. But I don't have Tupac there because I got Cube there. Right. You Another one that people neglect to, uh, neglect to mention Rakim. No. You can't put, you ain't putting Rakim up there? No. I'm going to tell you why. He, that, that Rakim man. is about four or five years ahead of his time. Rakim came out before he needed to come out. He's this Rakim the same age as Hov. Mm-hmm. But Hov ain't uh, dropped his first album until he was 27. Rakim right. was early 20s when he started dropping, or, not, or teenage years. Mm-hmm. Peyton Full is a classic. But Peyton Full came out four years too early. Right. Another and another. Because we look, we don't look at, we don't hold Peyton Full mm-hmm. in high regard like we do Illmatic. Right. But Peyton and that, Full and Illmatic, me, you can argue. And to me, that's Full yeah, that's and to me that's crazy because Peyton Full, it it it's it started a lot, it pioneered a lot when it came to hip hop music. Mm-hmm. Just, it was it was Rakim's style of rap. Right. Wasn't it was early. Mm-hmm. When he started that shit, like he was, he, he was way ahead of it. It's he kind of, was ahead it's, it's of his same, time. Same with Jazz O. Okay, uh, Jazz O was ahead of his time. If he he was if he would have started doing because all that fast shit, mm-hmm. Jay Z was doing that shit too. Mm-hmm. Jay Z slowed that shit down, started changing the style around. Right, and Jazz O never conformed to that. And now you got niggas like uh, Busta Rhymes, Twister. They came mm-hmm. after him. If he was in that era of those two, right? You know, he'd have been fine, right? Eminem, Ludacris. Another one that I can say should be on my uh, on the uh, on hip hop Mount Rushmore because he's he completely solidified himself, in my opinion. Dr. Dre, Dr. Dre solidified his entire career. But that's the problem, though. He ain't a rapper. But he can't. There, there's times he, you you know the you. You know the songs with uh, him and him, him and Snoop. But yeah, but you talking about still Dre? Mm-hmm. Jay Z wrote that whole song. What? Yeah, I'm dead serious. Snoop told the story. What? How Snoop Dogg and DLC was in the studio trying to write the song and it just wasn't working. And then Jay Z came in there and wrote the whole thing. What I'm, what I'm like, when, so we got to figure out what you mm-hmm. mean by Ron, Ron, Mount Rushmore. If someone writes for you, that's bad. Okay. Okay. MCing wise. Mm-hmm. Now, when you talk artist, Kanye West is there, right? But we all know Kanye West got writers, right? I I, I feel know, like Drake every is there. I feel like every artist is has a had a writer at least like one time. No, no. Who who has it? Nah, I know Cat nah. Cassidy Cassidy Nas. I know those two. Jay Z hasn't. That I that I don't know. I don't know. First, so, of, all, first of all, Jay Z didn't write. <laughs> he ain't never write nothing down he that freestyle. Right. So um no, he ain't freestyle, he just wrote shit in his mind. Okay, okay. What, what this is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And just talking to OGs and shit. Right. A lot of these dudes have people write hooks for them. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But when niggas write your verse, that's where the MC comes in. MC ain't got shit to do with making a fucking a bridge. <laughs> right. That hook shit do not matter to an MC. They don't. You know what I'm saying? So Ja Rule wrote hooks for Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But Jay-Z's in the ghost he's in the uh, writer's hall of fame. Right. And we don't know what all the shit he wrote. 
Right. You know, Gil- don't I'm about uh, to say Writers Hall of Fame. There are rumors that um, you need Power Love by Lil Wayne, mm-hmm. Drake wrote. I one thousand percent. Oh no, yeah, Drake definitely. Somebody else wrote um, that one. I but could, he's singing. Yeah, but Gilly the Kid wrote a lot of his shit. All right. But so, but that's yeah, but Eminem. You got to stop with the Eminem shit. That that's we got to keep. <laughs> let's just keep. Let's just break Eminem down. Right, okay? right, this right. This is my logic with him. I've been waiting for this. This is what. Right, this is this is my logic with him. Okay. Whole career. Okay. Eminem has built his whole career off shock value. Okay. And now that he has no shock value, no one gives a fuck. The shit that M said was saying, "Oh, I'm gonna kill your mother. I'm gonna I'm gonna kill my mother." I'm going to kill my, my wife or ex-wife, you know, all that shit. Uh, call them motherfuckers faggots. And, mm-hmm. You know, uh, talking about pills and shit. Niggas wasn't talking like that. We not not at the about, time. We wasn't no. talking about <laughs> killing our moms and and we all on pills and shit. We wasn't doing that shit. We was we was crack and weed right. shit like that. So when M come out with this shit, you know, talking about uh, suicide and shit. That's a lot of white shit, but <laughs> but it's a lot of black shit too. Cause right, people, yeah, we, we, we deal with the same. We deal with the same thing. We just deal with it. Different. But what we said earlier was that pride mm-hmm. in the black community don't like talking about that shit. Yeah, when, when somebody we say, "Oh, you crazy," but he might just have the he might be we having might a mental health manic, problem, manic depression. We don't. The black community struggles with mental health problems. Mm-hmm. We don't know how to deal with those. We don't know how to cope with them. We just laugh and say he right nuts, like or he a schizophrenic a schizophrenic person. Yeah. They they like oh he got he just he crazy yeah somehow. he crazy like, he, or, he, or I'm talking about just he got a hold of some bad stuff like it's something like that that don't want to come out their room right oh he just he quiet he crazy he's he depressed he's suffering from a mental illness right so we ain't know how to deal with that shit Eminem talked about that shit and appeased white people right but it was all shock value like oh shit he talking about this stuff. And some his of, whole career was like that. But some of some of some of his stuff, like I agree with the shock value. But some of his stuff, he it sounded like he just did it straight, just to be like, just to like entertain. Like the I'm Slim Shady, yes I'm the that yeah. stuff like that. When he when he's doing stuff, because yeah. it's I feel like it's 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 two parts of Eminem. There's there's. The Eminem, bush, the bullshit, yeah. and then the there, real there, there's Slim Shady, and then there's Eminem. I'm only talking about the real rapper, okay? Because we okay. talking about Rushmore shit, so all that bullshit's fine. All right, <laughs> but when you go to really, when you really break him down, uh huh. All right, to me, Royce is better than him. Royce five nine. Royce is better, and it's clear. Uh, it's clear as I'm talking. It's clear as day. It's like LeBron. <laughs> it's like LeBron, and then motherfucking. Kyrie, not what? even Durant. <laughs> it's so clear to me that Royce is way better than Eminem. The one thing that M get away with uh-huh. is I'm going to rap fast as fuck, but I'm not really saying shit. That's what Eminem does, and it's showcased on on uh, Revival mm. the whole time. It was just like I'm listening. I listened to the album over 20 times. Right. I was listening because I was killing M because I was pissed off. About this album, I was I was a little I and I was a little. Is, if you think off, about him, thrown off about that album, it did kind of. I was like, ah, man. and let's take it even a step back. Eminem was Drake before Drake. And, I, you and, go okay. And, explain, explain, and I'll explain, explain. Eminem is not a hip hop artist. Mm. Eminem is a pop artist that does hip hop, mm. and that is Drake. I'm gonna tell you why. Look at all Eminem singles. Look at all his albums um, lately. 
It's not a lot. It's not rappers on those albums. It's all pop singers. That is country singers. That that's and that's that. that's kind of what threw me off about the new album. That 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 what well, you just even said. Go to Marshall Mathers LP too. Yeah. It's all that single monster Rihanna pop. Yeah, I, it's oh, a, it's I a pop hated song. that. It's, oh, a, it's a pop song. Man, look I hated at, that look song. Look at we kill Bob. Bob is doing the same shit Eminem does. Mm-hmm. Eminem Eminem did the same exact shit when Bob went pop. And he had all those pop courses and but pop hooks. The thing about Same thing. but the thing about Bob though is like. But by the way, when, when I did, said that um, he was Drake for Drake, Drake definitely knows how to swag that shit. Right, out. right. <laughs> Eminem is kind of mechanical. Eminem is like Tim Duncan. Oh, he just okay. fundamentals. Like, I get you. Like, like um, the White Howard to dunk that bitch. You know what I'm saying? He'll go up and under with a with a smooth uh-huh. style layup. Eminem just going straight for the glass. Right. You know what I'm Off saying? Off the backboard. He's, he's very mechanical in his rapping. Right. But it, you said something about uh, B.O.B. Personally, I feel like he, and this is this is B.O.B. is trash to me. 1,000% trash. When he did the, when he did the, <laughs> when he did the album, the, the Bobby Ray album, I personally, I personally messed with that album heavy just because I like seeing because I'm I'm the type of person that likes seeing two different genres do do one song. Sometimes I like I I like that at times. It just when it gets oversaturated, that's when I when I stop liking it. And it and it happened since and and that's happened since what Run DMC and um Aerosmith. Yep. See, but my only thing with that is I I agree, but I feel we use a lot of people use that shit mm-hmm. as a plus. Like the XX Cantacion dude. First of all, he got one good song. He's not good to me. I um, I don't even like that song. Um, to be no, not not the song. The um the. I don't know, look on that yeah, place. I don't. I don't not like looking. Song. He got a song called like Jocelyn Joycelyn or something. I'm gonna like have that. to. I'm gonna have to look it's that cold. up. That song cold as fuck. But what I'm saying with him is he did an interview with academics. Uh huh. And I used to be a fan of academics. I don't know what's going on with academics. I just got to be honest. I used to be a fan of him. And like, <laughs> the more I watched him, like I just watched his Twitches, on right. his page. Now, I don't follow him on everything. I don't even want to see him right. on none of my <laughs> shit. I just don't fuck with him at all. Um, no beef, but I hit him up to do an interview, too. He ain't never hit me back. That's, <laughs> That's one reason. I don't fuck with academics. It's personal so, people. So it's he, was, he was on Twitch. He was on Twitch talking to him. And... um Academics said he be saying the dumbest shit. Like, why you yeah. talking to this nigga? And you like, so are you gonna be a revolutionary or you know try to continue to grow your music? Like, for an example, Tupac. Don't put yeah. Tupac don't. shouldn't even be coming out your mouth talking to X because you now you not now now you didn't open and now you done open Pandora's uh, box talk and, yeah. and X been saying and, like and oh, I'm better than like, Tupac. Yeah, he's like I'm, I'm better than Tupac. And his reasoning is what irritates me the most. He was like, <laughs> Tupac um, can make a rock song. A country song. My thing is, just because you can make a rock song or a country song, mm-hmm. that don't mean that shit good. Right. That's, that, it, that don't mean the the country or rock fans accept you. Right. And You're that's not Ice T. Mm-hmm. You're not Tech Nine. Right. Even when Wayne was doing it, it was, huh. Yeah. Prom Queen. That's me, Prom me, Queen. Me, I, but this is my whole thing, though. Drop the world was all right. Um, it was dro- drop the world was all right, but prom queen wasn't. This is my whole thing, and like I know, those genres used to be ours. Uh huh. Decades ago, mm-hmm. like fifty Rock. years ago, you yep. know what I'm saying. But 
now that they not ours anymore, we can't look at white people when they come into hip hop and we like, what y'all doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I would be a hypocrite because mm-hmm. I hate Miley Cyrus. I hate <laughs> Katy Perry. I hate Taylor Swift. I'd be a hypocrite for hating them. Uh-huh. If I don't say something about the black artist or the hip hop artist running over to do a country rock song thinking they doing something, right. I would be a hypocrite. Right. So with Miley, just yeah, Katy Perry, I can deal with Miley. No, no, not even I can't even deal with Katy Perry because she brought out the Migos. Right. <laughs> she was making busting a, out the making, robot. Making geez, a you. mockery of these niggas, making a mockery of them. And right. then you got Miley. I want to be hood. I want to be hood for for this year. I'm like you. you I want to twerk. I want to smoke weed. I want to get tattoos. I want to look fucking wild. Girl, you look. You all, live in Texas. I mean, you live in Tennessee. There ain't nothing. Not not even Memphis. You live in yeah. the in the better part of but Tennessee. It's, it's not even that. It's not even that. You got to think deeper than that. Right. To me, she was the way she was acting. And then she made a whole 180. She did a whole 180. Mm-hmm. And now she's just this angel. You know what I'm saying? Don't fuck with hip hop at all. Right. What she did. And what the white people told her to do is she portrayed how they feel niggas are. Right. She acted how they think we act. Twerking, tattoos, doing some songs with doing it's some terrible. songs with us. And, Jake, they, and that twenty three song I hate I'm 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 saying this right now. The twenty that twenty three song, Juicy J, all of them, I hate. It, it was trash. I hate that. It was trash. Song. And I, I just don't fuck with Miley for that. Justin Bieber, he went through that whole phase where he was trying to be he was trying to act like he was a nigga. He started getting in trouble and shit. And then he oh, I I, I conformed. I need help. But you got so but, what you saying? You saying that we, that black people need help, and now you you just this pastor. You in church all the time. It, it's crazy. Black people was a sickness to you. Right. But what what, what, what like was crazy shit. to me? I with everybody everybody else, I didn't see it coming. It was only one that I saw that coming, and that was Justin Bieber, just because of who picked him up. Because it because a lot of people don't know the one person that picked him up when he was like pop idol Justin Bieber. Was Usher yeah. honestly? So I, I like it was kind of. That's why I, I kind of see. I kind of seen see that. Happen. I didn't see Usher. I mean Justin Bieber making a whole one eighty, not fucking with hip hop music. Making I know now that I, now that I was confused Miley was one eighty and Taylor Swift she does it too. Was she? Who's the? And, and this is all they. I think these white these white acts do. Or right, they can't. but you also got to remember that like with the with the agents and the people that they work with, they they all see that that rock. Kind of took a, a, a kind of is on the back burner right now compared to rap because all music is. rap yeah because I don't for, I don't for, know um, for none fifty of those, plus years none of those people stream right like, if you look at all streaming numbers and shit right none the of main them. ones be all the hip hop artists yeah but you also got to remember you also got to remember rock was the biggest was the biggest genre for fifty years fifty plus years that was the biggest genre and then just re and then recently rap. Took over rap took that crown from rap, them. Rap been, so now rap been a- the biggest shit since the nineties, bro. Right, and then and then and then with we've been run, we've been running shit almost thirty years, bro. But now that but now but exact that's what I said that's what I said too. But now the media is picking up the fact that hip hop hip hop is the biggest one. The like way, oh now we're gonna now we're gonna tell people the only, the only difference is bro the but, white man is is just gonna publicly say we running shit. 
But we been running shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? We we always rap is all even just just take the music part out of it. Mm-hmm. The way we dress. Yeah. The way we talk. You know, the way we do our hair. All the culture shit. Hip hop culture. Mind you, the pioneers and all that shit broke mm-hmm. as a motherfucker. Right. But um, well, they, all of them might not be broke. Not, some not of them, all of them. A lot, but some yeah. of them, a lot of the dudes who did a lot for hip hop are broke because mm-hmm. um, they know the game and they was getting fucked. Right. But hip hop culture in general, just the culture of it, we it, run the world. Right. And it, everybody wants to be ta- like us. And that's the thing; it's taking over so many genres. If you there's one radio station that like I had to stop listening to just completely, and that was. <laughs> That was ninety two three. That was that, mm. it used to be power ninety two. Now it's Peoria ninety two. Yeah. Um, I stopped. Fuck Peoria ninety two point three. Shouts out to ninety point seven FM WAZU Peoria. We the hottest station right. in the city. But um, Peoria yeah, ninety two point three. If you um want to um throw a check to, <laughs> throw it to me, yeah, uh, throw it to follow up real quick. Yeah, if you want to throw a check. <laughs> This way, I'm happy to get. I'll be happily happy to get y'all. All right, but popping. but what may what I what I found significant is like it's in every it's in every genre now. If you listen, go go to like Kiss FM or ninety two point three. Listen to a pop song. I guarantee you, there's going to be a hip hop eight oh eight in it or a hip hop snare in it. One of the eight oh eight snares or the eight oh eight kick, and it's gonna and it's in literally every music, even in country music. Well, I, didn't I mean, think it was. Well, I mean, even even when it, when it comes to the beat side, I don't really look at that like because well, it's just because I'm like. Since I'm a producer and yeah. like I'm a I, musician, I don't really look at it like we got a hip hop 808. Well, that but that's the thing we we pioneered that sound like nobody because I don't think we did, bro. I, I because because a lot of that shit like that 80 like the 80 a lot of that came from African music, bro. But that, that that's but not hip hop music. But that's part of that's that dance that's part of our, shit. That's part of our, but that's also part of our ancestry, though. You gotta you gotta remember that it's also part of our ancestry. And then when the eight oh eights, when when people started doing electric say Amer- drums, say American eight oh eight. Yeah, Amer- okay. Maybe, there we go. There we go. Because, American eight oh eight. Our ancestries ain't don't come from African music. Now uh, now American with American eight oh eight. Actually, actually, because actually our ancestors of hip hop come from the disco era. Okay, okay. That's what I, 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 I mess with you with that. With that, that's concept. where it came yeah. from, man. Really? Yeah, but with like when it comes to hip hop, like American eight oh eight. One of the things, one of the biggest like instruments that that came out of hip hop, it actually came from the south. And I had to I had to look it up for myself at, at school. The the that eight oh that that eight oh eight boom that mm. that came that came from us that came from the That's south Te- Te- Tennessee Texas right but and now you see a lot of people using that same that same eight oh eight kick well, and that eight oh eight snap well, to be honest we can honestly oh that's the yin yang twins and them niggas we can honestly really credit beats mm-hmm. to the south. Yes, that that now I can cause I can agree ni- with the that. The nineties beat, the foundation of nineties beat is the boom boom pap. Yep, that's kind of gone now. We still have it in some songs, but yeah, it's boom. covered up ta- with boom, the eight oh eights and shit boom. though. Ta- like yeah, people you don't hear that no more. That yeah. boom, ta- boom, yeah. boom, ta- so boom. You, you, you really, don't hear you that. Really got to give it to the, the the producers. I forgot the name of them, but the Al- the guys who was fucking with Outkast yep. real early. You know the Jermaine Dupri's, mm. uh, the Aaron, like even. Like 
that sound that uh the bass sound that's oh, that that bass sound is that is that is that syrup that to me I call it that 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 syrup sound that 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 yeah, Houston scissor yeah. sound that, that, that. and the bay right the bay kind of New York well all regions had their own sound mm-hmm. it's just the sound that's dominating now is the Atlanta sound right and Chicago and sound. Chicago sound yeah but um the thing that is still dominating is auto tune yeah. I can see that. Auto tune never died. Yeah, and then and and the only that, thing that's I'm the only glad thing you Jay-Z said did, that. That's the only thing Jay Z didn't kill. But I'm glad you he said did that. Kill, he did kill T Pain's career. I wouldn't see. And I'm, I'm, that, I'm, I was about I'm to talk, say I'm talking mainstream wise okay. of how big he was. Yeah, T Pain had to sit down for a good year. But I yeah. But auto tune is still used today. It was crazy. Everyone uses auto tune. It was crazy. Like T Pain is like top three. I have three really influential fa- like uh, art, art artists that like I ca- that I love. T Pain was number one. Like I modeled a lot of the stuff that I did after T Pain. Kanye was two, and um, it was a gospel artist named Israel Houghton. Those three. And no Soldier Boy. No, damn, damn, no. What? <laughs> I wasn't. Hey, I hey. wasn't a Soldier Boy fan. Look, I was not listen. disrespect what Soldier Boy brought listen. to the table in twenty. I was. I was. I was Ti. I was. I was. I was the T. I was the person who was listening. Soldier Boy was bigger than Ti. I know, but I was the one and that he was, everybody was like Soldier Boy, Soldier Boy, S O D M G. I was the only one. Like, what about Kanye? What about T Pain? Like, why? Wow. I don't know what. Like, he was a pioneer. Like, Soldier I get, I hits, give him that. I give him that. He did have hits. He the reason why we know what Baby Names are, bro. But like, hey man, you got them J's, man. But no, you got, I got me some bathing. <laughs> But you also gotta, you also gotta, you also gotta realize too. Like for me, I a lot of people gonna hate me. I didn't think Soldier Boy's lyrics was up to par. No, 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 Marco Polo. Lyrically, Soldier Boy's trash. I'm just saying, for us to be nine years old, ten years old, eleven, okay. we going to the skating rink, right? All we, all they playing is you. Think Soldier Boy did that that shootout. Yeah, um, I do remember he had that. that. I mean, he had hits. He had jump rope. He he had a whole bunch of hits. But he also, we was wearing dicky outfits, spray right. painted. He ain't started. No, but but that's who we saw saying say, shit. Disclaimer: I, Chicago started that real quick. <laughs> Chicago started the, the. Let's be honest. A lot of people in Chicago was wearing when I, I was even, when I was younger. Bro, spray the, paint. The, everybody. The, the Midwest is responsible for a lot of shit. Detroit. Oh yeah. Detroit made. Um, Tim's hot, right? right? Not New York. We just gotta keep it a buck. New York, right. New York, y'all took that shit from us. Detroit, from Detroit, make Tim's hot. We shouts made, out, shouts we out made to Flint, Brush. Michigan, man. Shouts out to Flint, Michigan. Got all yeah. the Jose's over there. <laughs> you know they still need water, right? You know what I'm saying they do because they ain't took care of that shit. Right. It's so, crazy. It's crazy. Okay. I want to jump in to uh, a little politics. Uh huh. Um, real quick, just a couple questions. See what you your take on that is. And then right. I want to talk about Monique, and we close out. Whew. All right. So <laughs> you know what I'm saying we'll close out with that probably next 20 minutes. But I'm ready so, for that. That one. All right. So <laughs> what's your take? What's your take right now, man? We a year. We a year in the uh, with uh, President Trump. You know what I'm saying the celebrity in chief mm-hmm. has um been doing. You know what I'm saying what's your take on the situation right now regarding President? I feel like. 45 because that's what I'm going to call him <laughs> I call him celebrity and tweet or celebrity and tweet one of the two right with him he 
when it comes to politics, he needs to stop trying to be Billy Badass. He's he needs to stop being this this bully that 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 he's trying to portray himself. He keeps poking at different cultures and different races and things like that. And honestly, there's no need. He's he's literally trying to deconstruct what what was already what was already set up and built by the Obama administration. And my this is my personal opinion. Cause he and he 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 pokes at he pokes at things that doesn't he doesn't he doesn't need to mess with North Korea. He doesn't have to me, he doesn't need to mess with all the other countries. He doesn't have to even mess with Mexico. T- telling Mexico that they need to that that we're going to build a wall and you're going to pay for it. Hmm. That's like that's like me. <laughs> I don't think none of that shit real though. He, I look. I just break down. He is Twitter famous. Donald Trump is doing what. He is supposed to do mm. in office what mm. we thought he was going to do in office as far as people who didn't vote for him. Right. He's going to promote. He's going to create controversy. And there's going to be a lot of shit that's going on that we're not going to pay attention to because he said some outlandish shit. Right. That got us focused on. Oh, oh he him. said yeah. shithole countries. Hey, did you know that they just passed this this bill? They, no, right. we don't know because we're focused he'll, on he, this. Because he'll say he'll say yeah. something that completely throws you off yeah. of the biggest yeah. issue. That's one of the things he does. The only, the main thing with me and the president, I ain't trying to get too political because <laughs> it's a music podcast. But um, I think Donald Trump is one of the smartest motherfuckers ever, bro. He one of the smartest motherfuckers ever at what he does. And let me, I feel like he's me, one of the most finessing people. Then. And you got to be smart to he, be a finesse. I'm going to tell you why he's the smartest motherfucker ever. Don, Colin Kaepernick Mm-hmm. Kneeled. Okay? Right. And I work at a place. I can't say the name of the place, but the majority of people there, even my age and up, were just all Trump supporters. They were all mad. That was the same Trump thing supporters. in my job, too. That was, so, um, well, not not all of them. All of them. <laughs> not, not all of them. <laughs> all, white, all white people. So, um, and I talked to these people about this shit. Uh huh. But um, they all mad he kneeled. Uh huh. Okay? Oh, I can't believe he kneeled. Damn it. Um, <laughs> they're just mad. It was just um, for no reason. And then they're like, wait, why did he kneel? Right, exactly. Fuck yeah. that. Fuck that. Who cares? That's what why white people did. They didn't. Donald he, Trump took that and, and, and was like, okay, now everybody's kneeling. Uh-huh. You sons of bitches. Right. So you know what happened the next week? White people started kneeling. Right. Everybody was kneeling because he called the NFL sons of bitches. Then the next week, they all stood up. So what that took was uh-huh. they all kneeled because Donald Trump because Donald called Trump sons of bitches, not because of the of, of the, is, yeah, of no the issues that we had to deal so with. Donald Trump took he took to three words mm-hmm. and deflected the whole reason to kneeling. Now right. the now Colin Kaepernick's movement now nobody kneels mainstream. Isn't as strong, but Colin's doing a lot of positive things. Right. You know, with his ten for t- uh, million uh, dollar pledge and donation of things of that right. nature. I follow him on Instagram, but Donald Trump was able to to negate all of that shit. Right. With three words, and he he pretty much stole the movement and and made the movement something that wasn't. Right. So that's why I say he's very smart with that. And it, it, and on top of that, uh-huh. he fires motherfuckers left and right. 
He does. And the, and he when he fires all these people, we're sitting there saying, "Oh, they're dysfunctional, and we don't know." But we're we're kill him. We we killed Donald Trump. Uh-huh. And then he's under. He's still doing fuckery shit. Just just incident, small stuff that incident, we don't even and know. Then, and then he'll say, "Well, um, you know, a black unemployment is the lowest it's ever been," which is true. It is that is a fact. It wasn't because of him. But <laughs> that's a that's a year couple years process. True, and <laughs> and it was a, it was set up to where it would continue to digress after right. Oh, um, Obama wasn't there. But when I argue, this is what I argue at when people at work. They be unemployment's the lowest it's ever been, and I'm like, okay, because of who? And then, <laughs> I, and then I break it down. No, they they don't like Obama. Obama's trash. They all vote for Donald Trump because he's financially he's a businessman and all this other shit. So I break it down like, well. If um and we we at work, so I said we uh-huh. have our phones in front of us to fact check. But I'm like, I'm, <laughs> pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure the percentage wise, uh-huh. Obama lowered the percentage right way more because it was already if, if it was like 14 and now it's six. You know what I'm saying? That's eight right. percent gone. And then if he lowers it from six to three, yeah, it's the lowest. But he only did three percent when right. it started off as 14. Because if, if it started, yeah, because. They forget it started lowering around 2015. About yeah. around 20, so that was still the Obama administration. Yeah. And another thing, I wanted to uh, to go back to the, the 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 kneeling. You are you're absolutely right that he deflected that. But to me, it kind of it kind of hurt me as a person that that I was kind of not gonna lie. I was kind of on the fence about. At first, I was on the fence about kneeling because my 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 grandfather was he he served in the military. Yeah, he he's. I got a lot of family too. Yeah, so it 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 kind of it kind of threw me for a loop. But and then as soon as I understood, that's when I was like, okay, kneeling is good. Like some people kneel, yeah. some some people just put the fist up, things like mm-hmm. that. You kneel to pray. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, and my whole thing, this is what I, this one I, I get people every time they be like, "Well, he kneeling's bad," and I was like, "Okay, no, it's not." <laughs> I was like, I'd be like, "So what? What should he have done?" Exactly. Crickets. So I, I feel like we can't tell somebody how to protest, or we can't disagree with a peaceful protest, and then not have a solution on what ways they could have done differently. Right. So I be asking white people, I'm like, okay, so if um if he would have turned his back on the flag. Y'all been, I feel like been, I feel like it would have been, been way worse. Y'all, been, y'all, y'all have been pissed, right? Right. So if you did that, or if he would have flicked off the flag the whole time, or right. if he would have um, played with his fingers, or, right. or, or something. Any, if he would have did anything, what what do white people? Feel? Right. They would have been wor- It'd have been worse. Yeah. What do, What do y'all think he should have did? In some cultures, taking a knee is also a sign of respect. Like yeah. you, you and I got, mean, he actually talked to. Like a Purple Heart right. Ranger, you, like, who, and it's didn't not agree, he, who didn't agree with his protest to kneel, but he was like, "That's the safest and best way to go about." It. Right. See, I ain't like when the dude got on ESPN first take though and was kind of. I didn't even agree with him. I don't feel he. Oh yeah, he. Oh man, I, I ain't man. like how he went. Yeah, on that, but he, you told this man to kneel. Now, yeah, he, now he now you mad? Now you wanna, yeah, you know, I ain't like. That. See, and personally for me, if I was in the certain situation that Kaepernick is. Like I would, I would be doing the kneel too. But there would, if but if they kept trying to just gun, if they were trying to gun for me, I personally, if I was a part of that, if I was, if if I wasn't Kaepernick, if I was one of the NFL players, I would personally, I I would push, I, I would personally put my fist up and see and and wait on somebody to say something about But, but see, that doesn't cause controversy though. 
because that was already done before. You right, you right. So if you, uh, if you do this, that goes away. But when somebody kneel, you you basically when you protest, uh-huh. you the job of your protest peacefully mm-hmm. is to make the other side uncomfortable. Right. And him kneeling made them so uncomfortable they started asking questions. Right. And he answered the questions. My only critique with Colin Kaepernick is, I wish he would like at this point now. Uh huh. I wish he would speak. Yeah, he is like, very I wish, quiet. I wish, he is, I wish he would like he's doing his everything he says he's doing. He's doing. Mm-hmm. I just wish he had a press conference. And yeah. No media. No, I'm t- not even a press conference. Just like you know how they do them ESPN one on ones where mm-hmm. somebody go interview him. Have somebody go interview him. You know, it's Shannon Sharp. Right. Not Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. I, I, I love Stephen A. That boy's a hothead. That, that, yeah, I love Stephen A. Too, but he be cooning on a lot of and shit. A little bit, just a little bit. Certain, <laughs> certain topics, he when he, little he, bit. he get a little too touchy, he pull back, and then he always kill black people. But white people don't say a fuck. Right, he put he puts but us Shan, on the stake real Park, quick. But Shannon Sharp, real as motherfucker. I like Undisputed more than First Take now. That man, just because Shannon Sharp is as real as it gets. He that got, man on, he on TV it, with a black and mild. He be having that yak. He be having a black and mild. I wish Kyler Kaepernick could sit down with um, Shannon Sharp and just do a one-on-one interview and get everything out there, put everything right. out there, because um, he's never going to play in the NFL again. Right. But he, one thing, I think that's fine. Yeah, and one thing I wish that they would do too, like this is my personal opinion, I just need – I I want Kaepernick to sit with, with a person of like – the opposite, but then but has power, like like a Trump, like a Pence, like some. I I personally want to see that just to uh, no. just to, to pick people's just to pick people's brain, just not not on any. I'm trying to you're wrong. I'm trying to beef things like that. Like somebody somebody that is level headed, a level headed person on the right it. versus a level headed person on the left. Nah, I disagree, and I'm gonna tell you why. All right. We killed. Um. Ray Lewis, Jim Brown. Steve oh yeah, Hart. Ray Lewis. We did. all them Kanye, all them niggas did what you just said. What said that? And we still getting shit whole country African. <laughs> we ain't doing all that shit. I but don't if, feel. But if you put, but that's the thing. If Ed you Collins put, not a politician. I don't feel, nor should he be, educated to the point where we need him. We should get a Michael Eric Dyson. You know, we should get an Al Sharpton. We should get not a Al, not Jesse Al. Jackson. Hold on, hold on. Not why? Not Al. Sometimes. Why? I love I love Al, but sometimes he he kind of le- he he's like Stephen A. Sometimes s- things go a little south for him. But, but we we need but if you want to do somebody, if you want to do, do a sit down, we don't need an entertainer. Entertainers aren't politicians. They're not as educated as the people who this is their job. This is their livelihood. I wouldn't want a guy. I would who, say Michael. I, now Michael Eric yeah, Dyson. I, that cause, I, cause, I would. I and the reason I say Michael agree. Eric Dyson is because he was critical of Obama. Yeah, you're right. So, so he, he's not. Biased. He's level headed. I'll say him, or even even before him, Honorable Minister Farrakhan. That's, yeah. that's my yeah. guy. That's See, my go-to. Yeah, because well, fair. Yeah, Farrakhan. He is. He he's, he's a powerful man. Level-headed. Um, they'll take like you that. out too. Yeah, he, <laughs> they'll take you out. But 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 I, when it I comes to think that's kind of the route yeah. we should go to. And when it comes to that, I feel like if they do do that, if they ever do do that meeting, put a camera there so people will know instead of 
Oh, they 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 conversated in silence. Come, come down and take a picture. Right. All that shit, because all that shit, all the picture does is have black people mad at the black person. And right. Used to laugh and say, exactly. Hey, that's I, what he did. With, I feel like that's exactly what happened with Kanye because I I I guarantee Kanye brought up some personal issues. I don't think so. I I I personally and do. I don't feel Kanye. Kanye is detached from what's really going on out here. Kanye West is worried about is his shoes going to be in Paris or not. <laughs> is his shirt going to have five holes in it or six? That's what Kanye West is worried about. Now, if this was Kanye from old 10, I'm talking I mean, like, 09, yeah, like 08, late registration. When he was cooking uh, uh, Bush, that's different. But this Kanye is in Calabasas with his beautiful family and his I do, rich yeah. wife. I'm, I'm a little com- confused about Kanye on. Kardashian, though. Like, he, he's detached. But, he's, but that's the thing. Kanye is kind of like. No. He's trying to come back. He's trying to come back to what he used to be. I, and rather, I appreciate I'd have, that. Uh, I'd rather have Hove. I can see that. I can see that. That would be that would be a good one. Hove would be good. Um, like a person. I don't. I can't see P Diddy. Never mind. I can't. <laughs> P Diddy too ignorant for not ignorant but ignorant to be doing some anything like that. I love P Diddy death, but. Man, he would be yelling all types of stuff. I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather somebody, Hove, uh, yeah, Hove, because he, he's one, he's a person of power and, too. But he I don't, knows how, I don't want just, business. I just don't want um, Hove just going up there. I, I feel you, you need somebody required need, like, to talk because Donald Trump isn't required to even have this conversation with you to begin with. That's the one thing with the president now. The president. To, to be president now, you're set at the standards are so low mm-hmm. to the point now where if you give a good speech, they want you running for president now. Like, come on, Oprah, get the fuck out of here. No, and not, Oprah, not, not, and Oprah Oprah her, said, not Oprah herself, but and I'm Oprah, saying, and Oprah, Oprah said she's speech. not. Yeah, and she's not. She's not qualified. And this, she said she don't want to do it. Right. Just, just because you, you give a good speech and you got all this money and you got a following, that don't mean you should run. The Rock. Right. Talking about he running. The, now, um, now the, the, C- right. the CEO of um, Starbucks talking about running. Like, get the fuck out of here. I need somebody who's right. been doing this job so, who know the fucking ropes. I need, yeah, I need somebody that would, is a politician. Like, straight up. Like, not, not anybody that's like, we don't need another... Uh, we don't need another Reagan. That 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 was one thing that that I realized because like like my dad grew up in the '80s area, Reaganomics and and the war on drugs and stuff like that. When it comes to uh, when it comes to Trump, Trump is so close to how Reagan was. It's not he's like a crazier version of Reagan, of Ronald Reagan, because everybody knew like back in the back in the '80s, how, like how my dad, what my dad was saying, uh, like uncles and everything else. Reagan didn't give a damn about these about black people. No, I mean he's the reason why we had the crack epidemic. Right, the crack war on drugs, exactly. But and, and we mean, have a we have a version like we have a version of you, that. You going like on Miami? Right now. You like Miami? You love how the city look? That whole I've, city. That, I've never been to Miami. I'm just saying, I'm, just see it. Just, yeah, just, just looking picture. at it. Yeah, it's all Miami. that city's that all probably more than that. Just that city, but a lot of. These big cities is built off drug money. Off drug, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That place was built. That off, is that is true. Off co- off cocaine money and shit like that. Shoot, Chicago built off <laughs> yeah. prohibition so, money. Yeah, so, I mean it's all, it's all <laughs> like that. You know what I'm saying? Al Capone had a house here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Peoria was a very prominent city because it was like the center. Of the river, right? You know what I'm saying, the Mississippi River that connected everything. Everything, yeah. You know what I'm saying. And Shout one, out Richard Pryor. Yeah, and one Shout thing. Shout out Sean Livingston. <laughs> and one thing about, um, also about um, 
the whole NFL thing, there's actually somebody that's actually trying to like battle the NFL because of like the protest and things like that. And that's Vince McMahon from, from Vince McMahon has no chance. He I I I kind of think I, I was thinking the same thing because XFL fell through the last time. Yeah, but but now I it's still a, bro. I don't. Bro, I, I, bro, he might. He bro, might get listen, more listen, people listen, 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 listen. than he did. Listen, you have to understand. <laughs> people want to see the best product on the field. Uh huh. These NFL players are not going to leave the NFL and to go, go play in the XX, <laughs> XFL. That's not going to happen. Right. <laughs> the best product is still going to stay in the NFL. Now, yeah, I can the, in the XFL. They're gonna have they're gonna have they're not players, even, but they're gonna like, be doing they, they're not having nobody. They're gonna have RG three, you wanna sign up. That's, that's exactly they, exactly and, and that's I, not that's not gonna make the I feel like I'm gonna watch the XF if they do do the XFL, I'm gonna watch it just to laugh because they're gonna have it's, him, gonna, it's gonna be Johnny sloppy. Manziel. Johnny Manziel, Johnny Manziel can't play. What? Big man said that he anybody oh, yeah, who has he, DUI oh, and he, he sure did can't say play. That. He All said that I don't even care about that. Tebow. Vince McMahon, he's out of here. <laughs> Nobody fucking cares. Right. But, but um, we got to talk about Monique real quick. All right. Fuck Donald Trump. Um, <laughs> but um, we're going to talk about Monique's situation. Um, what's your take on everything that's been going on, Monique? A little backstory. Apparently, um, she said that Netflix offered her half a million. She turned it down. She said that she doesn't want to work for free. She basically said that's too much money. That's not enough money. When Amy Schumer got $13 million. And um, The Rock and Dave Chappelle got twenty million. What's your take? With okay, with that, like I'm not, I'm personally not going to, pro, I'm I'm personally not going to protect Netflix because because Monique, just because Monique didn't get as much money as she thought she would. Cannot I it's I can't protest something can't that's protest on my remote. It. Right. I it's can't on my protest remote. something <laughs> I can't right. protest. And I'm not gonna protect you she wants say say she wants you want three million. You want no, me you like, want me to protest <laughs> am I getting some of that money you right. get paid? Are no. you are you are you throwing it to the United Negro College Fund? No yeah. you not like <laughs> my whole thing with Monique was it was like I ain't never known Monique to be out here. Right. She, she, she said, oh, I'm a, I'm she a, a legend. Black Lives Matter movement right. advocate or anything. No, she no. only speaks when I got something to do with her. Monique is a very selfish individual. And, like, she just, she'll cook. Uh, she just tears down Tyler Perry. And right, all, all the time. I'm not saying they, they probably yeah, a dirty. Some, sometimes, yeah, sometimes they, 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 they are. A but dirty, they, we just don't know about it. But. But they still like, do something. I, I feel like can't, you can't tie, you can't bust out Oprah when she still is doing something. she's doing stuff for the black community. Tyler Perry, I don't not not entirely sure. I used to I used to, what Oprah do. It was a, it was a lot she does. She she gives she has an Oprah she has an Oprah Winfrey school in Africa for little for kids that could that that. I don't have what the hell is she doing for America? She's also she's also gave to the the, the college fund, United Negro. She has done that before. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, okay. She yeah, she it's, does. It's not even. I feel she gives and you she can gives, separate. You can separate. And she gives do. scholarships. And she gives scholarships to black kids too. Mm. She she does you give. Can, you she can does sep- that. Separate all that because Bill Cosby is is allegedly a rapist. 
But he did <laughs> right. so much shit for the black community. So we don't tear down that. Yeah, and that hurts. So, so you separate that the positives it, and the negatives. The negatives that, about that him are bad, but we have to admire what he did for the community. Right, and that so, kind of hurt my. That hurts my soul as a person because Bill Cosby. Everybody looked up to Bill Cosby. Everybody looked up to. What like different what world he, is, is my favorite show. Yes, different world because that's the first time you ever seen black people in 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 a situation like college. Like, like it's usually world something else. My else. favorite show and um, the Cosby's was good. Like I was hurt. They took a different world off Netflix. Oh, so I was so mad. I was what in, I did was I used to watch it as a kid. Gee, I was in season three. But I was and never that what I fit. Oh, I watched. <laughs> I I literally watched every episode. <laughs> I was just watching every episode every day, right? All day. I, that's all I would watch is Netflix Different World season. It's it, only six seasons, but yeah. and then the ending kind of messed me up because they did part one and part two, right? Where um you know he go to Tokyo and accept the job over there, right? And then it's another episode, right? <laughs> and they all there. I'm like. Right, and I didn't like that. Maybe but, they fucked up the order or something. Yeah, that's another reason why I couldn't. I couldn't boycott. I could not boycott Netflix because they do put. It's a lot of black. It's a lot of uh, black films and black TV shows that they put on there. It's a and it's a lot of B rated ones that are just majority black. If you ever see half the, <laughs> if you see half the black shows, they're not the best quality. Yeah. I mean, they put Thirteenth Amendment on there, like. Why am I boycotting it? Because you want right. Because you want because you want more I'll, money. I just keep it a buck. I don't even be checking for the comedy specials on right. Netflix. The uh, only one, the only Cat one, Williams one. I I done fell asleep three four times trying to watch that whole hour. It, that yeah, the first the first thirty minutes of the Cat Williams one was a little boring, but like just, at the I end just, it picked where, where up. Where did he do that at? I don't DC. I think. I don't know where he did that. Whatever he did, <laughs> no, DC. I think it was Atlanta. No, no, it was it was Louisiana. He did it in Louisiana. Baton Rouge. Yeah, because he kept I, look, talking about. I was so tired. I don't <laughs> care about Baton Rouge this much. Boosie don't even talk about Baton Rouge. Right. This much. Like, move the fuck on. The only the only comedy special that I, I really enjoyed front to back was was Dave Chappelle. Look, man. Dave Chappelle. Look, I, I enjoyed I, I that front to back. The third one and this fourth one he put out were good. Uh huh. The other two. You didn't like the last one. The last, the, that was the fourth. Okay, yeah, okay, the, the fourth one. one. When he was at the smaller place, those, yeah. those two was good. And the other one was, you know, my last special, you know, they said I couldn't, uh, I was doing jokes, and he was like, well, I can have a punchline, punch her in the pussy. <laughs> and then, oh, yeah, then that he just kept talking, and then he was like, punch her in the pussy. Yeah. And everybody got it. I like those two. Yeah. But, um, those I'm two. A, I, and that was the only two I, li- I heard, I ever like, I watched. I'm a, I'm a comedian head, but I, I like Aerie Spears. Oh, yeah. D.L. Hughley. My Eddie favorite, Griffin. My favorite, my favorite uh, comedian, he just did a uh, movie too. Right. Funny shit. I forgot the name of it. It's on Netflix. I watched it. My favorite <laughs> comedian of all time is Martin Lawrence. Ooh, yeah. Martin Lawrence was a bad motherfucker. Oh, yeah. And if I'm, you can, I'm pure. Like, if you can, honestly. If you can host, if I you love can host Def Comedy Jam. I love Richard Pryor. I'm so. Right. Richard Pryor is my second favorite. But. Dio Hughley is my third favorite. Bernie, no, damn, what is? It? <laughs> no, my first one is Martin Lawrence. I'm sick of my my you, second one is Richard Pryor. My third one is Bernie Mac. My fourth one is um, D.L. Hughley. Um, who is my fifth? It's funny. It, 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 Kevin oh, Hart kind of dropped Patrice from. Kevin Hart kind of dropped from everybody's list. Kevin Hart is entertaining. He's not right. really like f- because. Kevin Hart is safe. 
Right. You know, he's, he doesn't talk politics. Mm-hmm. He doesn't touch on sensitive subjects. But as a comedian, I feel like you, you, you can do that if you want. That's why one of my favorites, Eddie Griffin, because he will talk about politics. He will... The man will talk about anything and everybody, and he and he has stuff to back it up. That that's not that yeah. same thing with Chappelle. That's why mine, Eddie Griffin, uh, Dave Chappelle. I love Cat Williams. Cat Williams is one of my favorites, and um, and like a lot of people don't know. I like early Cat. Yeah, I like Cedric Entertainer too. I never really got into Steve Harvey. He was he was he was for the church folks. That's Steve Harvey was more for the yeah, for the I church really folks. Never really cared for for Steve like that. But I still watch original original Kings of Comedy, yeah. the old movie. I still watch. And you, are, and you also got to realize something, like with the topic that we're talking about right now, did Monique come up at all? No, but Monique's <laughs> a legend, though. She is a but, she is she Wanda is Sykes a legend. Is, Wanda Sykes, Wanda is, better, Sykes yeah. is better. I would personally say Tiffany Haddish is better. Nah, I'd like I'd love I to. Saw t- I saw Tiffany Haddish. You wasn't. You, it wasn't really that funny. You saw her, her live or like yeah, the Civic Center. It wasn't really see the but her deaf comedy skits and stuff like that was was yeah. She she's not Monique is a legend though. Yeah, she you know, she Monique, is. Monique she has is. legendary shit. I just think it's a little too early for Tiffany Harris to be to say she's better than a legend. I don't think she she doesn't think that she's humbled by Tiff, it. But Tiff, yeah, she, Tiffany Harris she, she thinks she can the get there. Comedian out. Yeah, she can get she yeah, can she get, get there. there. She just ain't there as a team. right. That's like me saying Drake better than Jay Z. Right. Then no, <laughs> Drake hot right now and Hov right as hot, but, but he like as hot. Yeah, but like with Monique, I would understand if she was protesting because she was giving money off to the community or helping people or something like that. Yeah. But if she if don't do shit. Yeah, if you're not doing anything for your community or for the people around you, why are we trying to line your pockets? Like why? Um, <laughs> like you, I ain't interested in like half of us pockets. ain't even gonna see. And, and on half of us that, ain't even gonna see five hundred thousand. Uh, those emails come out about um, about her. Um, all the emails basically, a lot of people said that she's just not good to work with. Like attitude, being straight diva. That's you know what. what so and she doesn't. If she doesn't talk about that part, right. She just gets mad at people, <laughs> you know. My brother, brothers and sisters, brother, you can you have to ask this question: Why, why had do I have to work for free? Why I, I have I, to lie? It's all I, I, I. But I say, girl, you still. And, but other black people are cool. Yeah, her, like but, in my mind, like and even Jada, Jada Smith, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith came out and supported her. Right. The problem with Monique is her delivery is trash. Right. Like you can't. She don't know how to say what she wants to say, and then she. You got to talk to people more. You got to talk to people like you want to be talked to. Yeah. And yeah, I don't then, think and she then, does like, that. Then her. Hurt, um, airing everybody out. Uh huh. You can't do that. Like, no. Even if you do, that's fine. But you can't expect for these people to hire you. Right. Exactly. So now you. So a year from now, you can't be complaining still. Like, see, right. Oprah still ain't gave me a job when you right. didn't de- <laughs> trashed Oprah for the past year. Right. Like, so I'm, I'm oh, thinking to myself, like, because I, I love, I love comedy. Like, I I listen to comedy all the time. Like when I'm going to school, I have it on Pandora for the whole day. Yeah. But I'm like, nigga, you, you know, sometimes you know throw. Turn to ninety point seven FM W. Yeah. Oh, that that that's that's Monday, that, that's Wednesday, the first Friday, one that I seven to eight p.m. Oh yeah, that's no, the first one I listen can to. Always tune in there. Yeah, I but I feel sorry for Monique. Man. No, I don't. Cause uh, I don't like like nigga, you now, still. Amy Schumer is not funny at all. You still getting precious money. Like you gotta you gotta realize she's still getting precious money. So and who who uh, shot precious? You said what? Who shot precious? Oprah. Uh, and who put you in the movie? Exactly. She was in a movie last in 2016, almost Christmas. You know who did that movie? Will Packer. 
You know what you just did a couple weeks ago, and you're still doing. That's you're trashing Will Packer. Exactly. You. That's you uncalled even, for. Even, I'm gonna play. <laughs> I'm gonna have to find it real quick, and then we're gonna close out. But I'm gonna play this clip of Gary Owens killing Monique. Oh, I love it. Gary Owens is one of the funniest this is, this <laughs> white black. Because she she sits there and tries to attack him. <laughs> this is what he said. Let me see if this is the right one. Man, Monique don't stop. She blames everybody. It's Oprah, it's Tyler, it's Lee Daniels, it's Netflix. Now it's Will Packer. She went too far when she started blaming Will Packer on shit. That's my friend. That's my homeboy. Will Packer's done more for black actors and actresses than just about anybody in the last 10 years. I mean, he is basically showing Hollywood that black movies have a mainstream market. I mean, Takers, Think Like a Man, Ride Along, Stomp the Yard, Girls Trip. I mean, the dude is basically changing the game, and now you're going to say he's against you. When, honestly, he put you in a movie almost Christmas when nobody was putting you in movies. And he stuck his neck out, and he went to bat for you. And now you're throwing him under the bus. I'm not going to sit back and let you slander my friend's name like that. Will Packer is a good, good person. That's a good brother, man. He helped change my life. So I ain't going to sit back and let you slander his name, Monique. Sometimes you got to take accountability for yourself. It's you. It's you. What can you do to change things? Stop blaming everybody else for your shit, man. Come on, Monique. Mm. Shit's getting old. Mm. Man, that was a good-ass game. Funniest shit, though, was Kevin Hart getting denied. And trying to get on stage. <laughs> yeah, so, so when he said that shit, you know, like, the, the mm, he said that, uh, I just wish he could say, I just wish he could say, nigga. It just needed that nigga. At the end. Yeah, yeah, come on, nigga. Yeah, that's all it needed. But that's I mean, all he needed. I don't feel sorry for Monique. But no, before, you can't. But before we close out, what's your top five right now? My top five artists? Yeah. Not all time, just uh, in 2018. 2018. Who was your favorite Ooh. top five? Should I start from five or should I? Yeah, start from five. I don't know if I'd be able to put them all in in in, in a like a certain order like that. But I think our um, Childish Gambino, he's a... Like, I, I, that, I have to... You got to put him in order. You okay. Put him in order. Childish Gambino. Okay. Because he... he Music, music is good. Even comedy specials, everything like everything he does is is really good. Down to the show Atlanta. Chance the rapper, okay. Chance the rapper, cause he is nobody. Nobody's rap. Nobody really raps like how Chance does. Chance, I Chance. If I if I could put him in order, Chance would be number one. J Cole, cause J Cole he raps about how things. The fuck is Chance over J Cole? This this is just this is just how I like how I. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't I wasn't saying he's this number two. Ask. He's number two. He's number oh, two. Geez. But okay. J J Cole is J Cole is number two because he he speaks about things that we that that we as a people go through. Chance and Chance does the same thing, but I gotta tell you, I'm a, a Christian background. I'm I, my dad's a pastor. And things like that. All my so, grandfather. Yeah. So so Still when I get a chance in no fucking top five. <laughs> so right, so so when you hear people, so when you hear his stuff, Charlie and he, Cambino, Chance, Cole. All right. All right. I'm gonna have to put. I'm gonna have as of right now. It it Kendrick Kendrick's still yeah. in there. I was about to say. Yeah. You oh you you know you you know you gotta put Kendrick in there. Um, he should be number one. <laughs> well, okay, last one. Uh, so I'm at I'm at four. Yep. No, that was four. Oh, he was four. So it was Chance Cole, Childish, Childish Kendrick. Kendrick. Um, let me think of the. I gotta think of the. Hmm. 
Maybe Lecrae. Lecrae. Okay. I didn't Le- like his last album, but yeah, because Le- Lecrae, if if you if you hear his early his music, if you hear his early stuff, dude named reconciled. That's dude cool. Yeah. Oh, I heard about. Yeah, I heard about him. Well, that's the name of the song. Uh, no, I heard oh, about. Yeah, I know. Woke. Yeah, yeah. Woke. Woke. He cool. I play that song on the radio. And then it was a song that he did that was uh that he completely. He completely trashed church folks, and you I was like, "Called D One." And I was like, "You said what?" D One. Have I heard him? Is that a rapper name? We got. I've never heard of D One. We got. We got a dude on the station. I heard D Twelve, man. <laughs> United Kingdom on Sundays. He mm-hmm. played Christian hip-hop, Kingdom uh, so. United. Um, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm a yeah. I, I don't know what the hell is up with your top five. Okay, let's let's. let's that's let's because that's because I'm a very I'm a very Eccentric person, like I like, I like a mixture of everything. So yeah, let's go to Chance, let's go to the real, Chance let's go, Cole, let's, Kendrick. Let's go to the real time. <laughs> Big Missa. Okay, okay. Definitely over Chance. Ooh, definitely. I don't know about that. I don't know. About he covers. That. He covers more than Chance. Chance is like a PG thirteen version of Big Missa. Okay. They both do the same shit. You right. You right. Shit. You right. Big Missa. Right. I ain't knocking it. I ain't Big knocking is it. Really gonna attack I, them. He's gonna, he's gonna attack. He's gonna attack this cop killing. Right. Somebody shooting them 16 shots. Right. Chance can't do that. Ooh, honorable mention, Joyner Lucas. Honorable uh, honorable mention. You can't you can't you can't not have Joyner in up there. Okay. Alright, so Vic Mesa, Vince Staples. Mm. Okay. Rap City. Okay. Um uh, J. Cole. Kendrick Lamar. So Kendrick is your f- number one. Yeah. Okay. But I'm, I mess with that. But reason why, like this is my this is my to, as of today. Uh huh. Matter of fact, let me rewind. Let me rewind that because that's not that's not fair. <laughs> because J Cole ain't dropped nothing. Oh shoot, you're right. So Vic Mensa, mm. Vince Staples, Earth Gang, okay, um, Rap City. And Kendrick Lamar. Okay. That's my top five. As, as but, of right but, now. Yeah. But my favorite of the new age, of this new thing, the, the new generation, like uh-huh. everything I like, it go Kendrick Lamar. Well, J. Cole's my favorite, but Kendrick's just the best. Right. It go uh, Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, Drake. Um, I like Vic Mensa. Well, those are the top three. Yeah. Then after that, it changes because sometimes... I might, like, a, I might like I might like Big Sean. I might like Wale. I might like ASAP Rocky. But to be one hundred percent real with you, I'm really rocking with Big Sean. J- so with, um, with, uh, underrated. With JID. Okay. And Earth Gang. Yeah. And uh, those are really my my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Jordan Lucas. But um, oh. I'm tweaking. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I, I won. I'm about to say I'm tweaking too because I might have to. I, I, I might have to redo I, mine. I, I one thousand percent apologize to my brother that I've been pushing since 2014. <laughs> I, I apologize. I'm so sorry. Vic Mensa, mm-hmm. Vince Staples, Rap City, Dave East. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Now that now that Dave East is killing the I'm game still, right I'm now. Yeah. Now I would say Drake, but he only gave us two songs. So right. pump the brakes. So now but I got. I'm, but I'm but I'm fucking with the Earth Earth Gang and JID. I'm fucking with the uh, Dreamville's Camp Cod. Mm. It's gonna drop an album on mm. Tuesday. I'm um, fucking what he's doing. Um, is is from that whole camp right there too. So it's just it's right. just a lot of names to go through. But I might have to su- I might have to substitute Lecrae for Big Sean, man. I got. I, I, I might. I, 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 I didn't like. I decided. 
I, I might have to substitute him. And this is this is how. Bad and I'm going strictly it off of. I'm lit, I'm I'm going off of one of my favorite albums that he did was was it wasn't even an album it was a mixtape Detroit that's I, so long no that don't count it don't count oh it's so long come ago. On. if you want to go back then then obviously I'll put Drake in there then okay but okay no, okay go right now what right he's now. been doing I decided was subpar. Mm. And maybe it was subpar because of how good Dark Sky Paradise was. Yeah. But um and then um the shit with Metro Boomer was trash. You didn't like it? I, heard, I mean I heard some of it. It was alright. It was I, trash. <laughs> I told myself I'm gonna start I'm gonna filter that word sometimes. Trash. <laughs> Big Sean says some of the most corniest shit. I'm telling Boy. you, Janae Ico done fucked them up, man. When they do projects together, it's trash. Who? <laughs> Janae Aiko is cold though. I'm about to say Janae Aiko got that 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 same Ooh, stuff uh, Erica Badu got. Who do you, do you think feel uh, me? Was artist <laughs> of the year last year? Last question. Artist of the year last year. Yep. Mm. 2017. That's a good. I, it might have to be. It might have to be Kendrick. It might have to be Kendrick because no nothing is touching that damn album. Not right now. As of right Look, now, Jay Z was artist of the year. What? <laughs> What are you talking about? No, four 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 was better than damn. Nothing was touching that. Well, okay, it was up there. It was up there, but no, I think damn was better. Jay Z's forty seven. It was better. (laughs) I don't. I. I I can't. I can't agree with it. It was better. I love it. I love four four. I love four four four. One to ten was very personal. Uh huh. He didn't have no commercial. He didn't dumb it down. Damn, Kendrick Lamar dumped DNA. He dumbed it down. I, I don't know about him. if he did. I don't think he dumbed DNA. I got loyalty and royalty inside my DNA. That's not dumbing it down, man. I don't. I don't think it is. He's way more complex. But you man. also gotta. You also gotta realize, and, and 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 this is why I like. This is why I like talking to you about this type of stuff because, like how we how we see the music, we see it a little different than than each other does. How you how you see it is like, it's lyrics bars. Things like that. For me, I look at lyrics and bars too, but I also look at like the musicality of the. Uh, well, of the music. well, obviously, um, <laughs> I tried. Damn had better had a better knocking in the car, but no ID put together a forty-seven-year-old sounding album. Mm. We're not supposed to get no Atlanta trap turn up. <laughs> I'm in this trap house from a forty-seven-year-old who a billionaire, right? With three kids, I'm he ain't supposed <laughs> to rap. The one thing, the reason why Jay Z is the greatest of all time uh-huh. is because his whole life uh-huh. in music, he's put he's put us where he is at at that point in time. Okay, he's grown every album. He's continued to grow. And while he's growing musically, it matches his life. Right. When he comes out with Magna Carta, Holy Grail, and he's rapping about Picassos, and we're like, what the fuck? This nigga clearly in the art. Like, he knows. It, you know what I'm saying? He's, and, he's then, and then in this album, he clearly said, I bought a painting that was worth uh, two, two million. million. Now and it's worth it. eighth. Now it's worth eight million. That That's one of my favorite parts. shit to my children. Shit like that's that. And then you got 07, American Gangster. Right. The mindset of a boss. Mm-hmm. He was already a boss. But he was coming off of a, a bad album in Kingdom Come. Yeah. You know, which got a couple hits, but it was a little shaky for that album. In 06, was it, in Kingdom 06. Come was... Came out in 06. Yeah. Okay. I do remember Kingdom Come. That's when Kingdom, that whole Kingdom Illuminati... Kingdom Come was 06, and then... Um, <laughs> that whole Illuminati Ameri- thing And then American like... Gangster. Diddy did that. The movie American Gangster mm-hmm. just came out, so you got inspired to do that shit. The whole Jay-Z is right. the greatest, man. And one thing I don't understand about people, though, they like, oh, uh, Jay-Z ain't never... 
it made it pissed me off. Like they said, Jay Z ain't Jay Z ain't never ran any year at all. I'm like, that is a, a complete he, he lie. But at the same time, though, I'd rather have a fabulous career than a fifty cent career. Right. Where fabulous never was that he never nigga, was, but, but he always just he, he stayed afloat. Known. He stayed yeah, afloat. He respected. was able to continue to swim. Fifty Cent was flying, and then he he found the bottom of the ocean. Right. Musically, but not as far as business wise. You you rather but um, you would rather want a ro- you would rather want a a straight road career than a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. But appreciate you coming through, right? Uh, most definitely. You know what I'm saying? Definitely going. We gonna have to do this again. Oh, definitely we'll come back radio again. Radio episode. So we definitely going to have to do some things as well. Right, you know right. What I'm saying? Regarding follow up. You know what I'm saying? Give out all your information where everybody can uh, find you. And also, um, if you got a um, page for the studio or anything like that. All right. Well, um, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's uh, Ray the Third, Ray the underscore third, three RD. Uh, you can also check out, um, you can also check out my website. Um, for the for FNB Productions, it's uh, wix.com slash gmwatson10 slash FNB Productions. Um, you can also follow me on Twitter. I'm trying to get back on Twitter because I haven't been on it in a couple of years. I'm trying to get away from Facebook, get on Twitter, which is uh, Ray Watson the third, and with the third is three RD. So, all right, Kojak underscore follow up for everything. I'm probably hopefully gonna be able to change that to Kojak follow up very soon. Um, so be on tune for that. Uh, follow up radio ninety point seven FM WAZU Peoria Monday, yep. Wednesday, Friday seven to eight. Mm. Uh, on TuneIn app, Simple Radio, any radio app, just type in Peoria WAZU, it should pop up. The best hip hop station best in Peoria, in the city, in Central Illinois station in the city, in Central Illinois. Kojak uh, underscore follow up on everything. I think I already said that. Follow up uh, <laughs> content uh, network on everything as well. Make sure I subscribe to the podcast. Um, a few black people have been hitting me up about when I'm going to put the um, Kojak's Corner trailer on YouTube. I'll probably upload it today or something like that. Kind of just wanted to market it on Facebook. It's only a minute long. But I um, appreciate everybody tuning in that. Kojak's Corner. Um, we hope, hopefully, man, we, Coach S. Corner will be back next week. Uh, I might have somebody lined up for Friday. Yeah. So we might be starting it back. So just stay tuned for that, man. Appreciate Ray coming through. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we out. God bless.